2: McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: You're the one who protects the flock and that requires an eye for detail.
0: Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another edition of the Spurs Chat Podcast where, of course, I'll be talking about the Newcastle home defeat. We have just lost 2-1 to Newcastle United at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I've got three very special guests to talk about the game. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please do hit that subscribe button, like and share. And if you're listening to this on an audio platform, please do hit that follow button and leave a review if you can. Now, Tottenham Hotspur 1, Newcastle 2, goals from Wilson and Almiron sink Spurs. It's been a dreadful week for Tottenham Hotspur, but we remain third in the Premier League, Newcastle, and now in the top four. Now, let me introduce my very special guest for the season. First up, we've got Leo the Lion, of course, former singer with The Streets. Leo, how are you?
3: Uh, you know, I'm a bit demoralised, I'm not going to lie. You know, um, it It's been a shamble of a week of a week so far. I mean, the Man United game really uh, took the stuffing out of me. I couldn't even read papers. Didn't even watch match today. I just it wasn't interested, you know. And then uh, I was. I was kind of hopeful that we'll bounce back today. Um, but yeah. you know, yeah, it's
0: next. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it. We've also got uh, Jake Lambert on the show for the very first time, of course, comedian, award-winning comedian, supporting comedians such as Michael McIntyre, Jack Dee, uh, Sean Walsh, Rob
4: Beckett, and many, many more, and of course, Tottenham Hotspur fan. Um, Jake, how are you? I've uh, been better, but um, I think if it wasn't for being on here, I'd be having like a blackout ban. No social media, nothing, <laughs> pretending the whole thing didn't happen. So hopefully this is like therapy and that it somehow helps.
0: I've got to ask you, actually, because I met Markham McIntyre a couple of weeks ago and he actually said that he watches this channel. Um, have oh. you ever spoke to him about
4: Tottenham? Have you had many com- conversations Thanks. about Spurs with him? Thanks for the heads up. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, the main reason he uh, he lets me go around with him. <laughs> uh, something to something to talk about. Uh, we get along, so uh, yeah, a lot. And uh, we went to the uh, Tottenham Arsenal game together. Um, he sorted me out tickets for that. So when we were good, um, so yeah, no, we talk good? about it. That's sort of the yeah. And when then was I, that? Um, well, the last, I guess, when we beat <laughs> when we beat Arsenal, that was it. That was a good a good game. And then since then, somehow grinding out results, but no, it's good. And funnily enough, it was. Um, yeah, I think the basis of our friendship, and that that hopefully he thinks I'm funny.
0: Hopefully, hopefully, I'm sure he does. <laughs> We've also got um, Dean Snoggin's on for the very first time, uh, deputy head of sport at the Sun newspaper, and Dean also scored at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium just a few months ago. Dean, thanks for coming on. How are you? Well,
5: I'm I'm a little bit better that you mentioned that, Chris, after today, but um, but yeah, the the highlight of um, of of my uh, Tottenham going to the Tottenham stadium was obviously me scoring and um, they haven't done a great deal today to, to outdo it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm normally quite, I like to pride myself on being quite central with, uh, with Spurs debate. Um, And as Jake quite rightly pointed out there, I'd like to stay off Twitter as much as possible tonight because it will just absolutely infuriate me. But, um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll, um, we'll, we'll chew the fat on all of it
0: working for the sun newspaper do you get to cover spurs very much um i i
5: used to i was midlands football correspondent for for a little while um but now i'm very much office base so i get to watch every game um my, uh, some from the office um i take my boys as often as i can to, to home games so uh so yeah I, I don't miss a minute um unfortunately i don't get to as many games as i used to
0: Right, Leo, let's start with you. Let's get into the football. Tottenham Hotspur 1, Newcastle 2. It was only a couple of weeks ago you were on this channel and you said to me, Tottenham Hotspur will win the Premier League. Do you still yeah. feel like that? Uh,
3: well, not, not not if we don't have our players, you know. I, I feel like, you know, when you have, like, you know, key players out in in your team, is definitely going to, you know, be a detriment to, you know, your performance, you know, and and... Clearly, that shows the case today. You know, we were missing a lot of, um, you know, key players like Hoiberg, uh, you know, Romero, uh, Kulise- Kulisevsky. You know, and you know when we don't have when you don't have players like this, you know, players that play like you know that have a good impact in your team, it's going to show, and it, and it showed today because we didn't have we didn't have the 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 the, the players that came in. Uh, uh, to me, I've always said they're not good enough. So yeah, like you know, if we if that we can win the league, if we have our players, <laughs> but because we don't, then what can I say? You know, we you know a lot of players are injured. So yeah, it's just a, yeah, it's just yeah. It's, can I swear on this? Can I say th- no? I can't. But anyway, <laughs> tonight
4: like you, you,
0: you say whatever you like, Leo. You, you let it all out.
3: Yeah, it was a sh- shit, shit game today. Shit week. Uh, uh, it's you know, it's it's, it's well the, the only thing that's kind of keeping me um, you know, giving me a bit of hope is the fact that you know we know that we we could we, we have we've got our players to come back and we've got another transfer window. Hopefully, Levy can dig deep and Conte can bring in some more players, you know, to give us a bigger bigger squad, bigger depth, better players than we have because obviously the players that we that turned up today um, in specific roles were just shocking. You know, I, I, we'll talk about those players, you know, later on. I'm just, I'm still trying to calm down, Chris.
0: <laughs> Jake, let's come to you. What do you make of today's game?
4: I mean, just that. I think. What? What is? I can't believe we didn't bounce back after the United performance. And we look great at the start. There are positives, which I know don't really offer much when you've lost. But I think um Zencur was brilliant. I thought he was. Really, him and Kane were really trying to push to get something to work, and I feel like if only we had somebody, if only those balls that were going to Sun were going to Kane, somebody a bit more sort of confidence at the moment, it could have been different. Um, I liked that there was changes; it was good to see Skip back. I thought it was good to, and I thought he did really well. But overall, just just not good enough, and just the issue is they say that the sort of the the signings that we made in January were um were supposed to sort of add to the squad depth and that's what that's what the argument everyone was saying right that but I felt like last season everyone was saying conte got us top 4 with a sort of a subpar team but then the signings we got everyone was saying sort of defending conte and saying but these players are to sort of help the squad not the starting 11 but I was like but I think the starting eleven needed help and then as soon as we have a few injuries everyone goes well to be fair we have injuries and I'm like but I thought we were supposed to have helped the squad depth so I sort of go does that make sense? I sort of feel like, and I really, obviously, like Conte. Conte is so good at what what he does, and when it's working, it works. But I just go, I watch then, just go. I don't know what the issue is. We've got the squad depth, apparently. We've got these players that can come in. Whoa. We've got the likes of Perisic to come on. We've got attacking options, yeah. and it just doesn't work. It's just not. Even when we win, it's not really working. I feel like maybe the Southampton game and the Leicester game were the sort of the two games we could have enjoyed, but even then, I don't think we've had a. A game of two halves, but we've enjoyed both halves. Would I be right in saying that? I'd, I certainly haven't enjoyed two halves of a game yet this season. No, I agree. This,
3: I agree with you, Jake. Sorry, Chris, but and I agree with you. But the, the, I'm gonna say it right, and I know you're a fan of players like Cessignon, um, Chris, but these are the players that for me, well, I, when think I... Per, I
0: think Perisic is better. Sorry, I think Perisic is our best left wing oh, back.
3: Yeah, Perisic is better, but I saw the lineup today and I, I my heart sank when I saw Sanchez. I saw Sessignon and and I saw royale. I knew that whenever we were attacking we weren't the, the final third we weren't gonna get anything coming in and you know mm. I just i i wasn't confident basically, and so I'm surprised that we you know you know Conte started with those players you know and um i they're just those are the players for me that are not good enough literally like you put them into great positions and you know that nothing good's gonna come out of it. You know, and that's why we, we lost. I know what mm-hmm. Jake's talking about uh, when he says about the adding to the squad depth and stuff like that. But when we when you when you when we play with Sanchez or or César Real, just understand we're probably playing with nine men now, you know, or even eight. That's that's how I feel because you're not going to get a goal out of them. You're not going to get an assist out of them. You're not going to get a shot out of them. You know, you're you're definitely going to get mistakes out of them. You know, guaranteed. You know, and Lloris didn't even help um, for the past couple of games. So these are the reasons why you know we probably lost today, and this is the reason why we have to go in again and, and make some silence
0: Dean, let's come to you. Let's get your thoughts on the game.
5: Uh, I, I think I'm going to be a little more positive than Leo. I think, but um, <laughs> I think a, the first 20 minutes, I thought it was it was really really quite good, and you know the. I'm going to say something that I know will not be very popular amongst most people. But to me, Son is a massive problem at the moment. He is a massive, massive problem. He's missing big chances at key times. And today, those three, there was one over the bar, sort of speculative shot. But the two big chances and the third half chance, if you take those chances, we go ahead against Newcastle. The game plan is effective. We're set up to counter attack and play. And yes, we play in this Conte way. And yes, we play in this functional manner. But that's how Conte plays, and we're going to have to get used to that. And also, but I do get that that some players aren't good enough in those positions. And we're so heavily reliant in a Conte formation on wing backs, and the wing backs aren't good enough. And you know, Perisic, I think is is great. I think he's struggling with the speed of the Premier League and the intensity of the Premier League still, and he can't play every week. Sessegnon's such a confidence player that when he's up, he's up, and when he's down, it's, it's nowhere. Um, and we could speak for much longer than an hour and a half about Emerson Royal, I think. Um, but, but generally, I, I think we started well. I think um, you know, individual errors cost you when you play in a way that Conte plays, and it gets really, really exaggerated when that happens. We came, quite, we came back quite well in the second half. I think we deserved the point just about, um, but you shouldn't be playing Newcastle at home and be thinking we deserve a point.
0: Dean, I want to stay with you because uh, there were a lot of Pochettino comments, particularly when we uh, um, lost to Manchester United on Wednesday and now today as well. Jerome writes on screen, I want to ask about the football. Under Pochettino, we were doing 24 passes and then score a goal, but now I feel that we can't even put two passes together. Do you think our football has gone backwards? Um, so many pochettino comments the other night lots of people on social media have said let's get pochettino back what what are your thoughts on that uh i'm just a no i i I loved him i loved him i
5: loved the way he transformed us um i thought you know it was a joy to watch at times under him but everyone's remembering the good stuff and not the last nine to 12 months where it was it was going downhill pretty fast um, I, I give him enormous credit for what he did and rebuilt us and took us back to the top table. And uh, but we've moved now. We've moved on a little bit, and we've got to back Conte. We've got to back Conte in January. Give him four or five more of the transfers he wants, and let him have that sixteen or seventeen man squad. If we go back to Pochettino again, we go back to four two three one, which I know a lot, a lot of fans will like, but. You've then got players that don't fit that formation, don't play in a particular way. There's another cycle you have to go through. We're third in the table. We've had a bad week. Let's just put our foot in the a minute, give Conte a few quid after the World Cup. We'll finish in the top four again and hopefully pick up a cup competition. And let's go.
3: I agree Dean with you. Feels very,
0: Dean feels very calm about it. Leo, let's come to you because, uh, like you know, going to Manchester United on Wednesday, Um you know, going today, um, what have you made of this week? Because you know, some Spurs fans were saying that there was a, a lack of commitment on Wednesday night and a lack of desire from some of the players. Did you feel that that commitment and desire was back today? Um, you know,
3: did I feel it was back today? I mean, just like J- Jake said earlier, you know, it's it's it's, it's been a, with Spurs playing, you know, um, first half or second half, we've not really kind of been smashing teams or dominating, you know, teams when we play. It's always been the counter-attack, you know, thing. And, you know, teams have most of possession and we spring and then we score a goal. You know, that's pretty much how it's been this season. You know, when you go back to the first game or second game of the season, like we were, you know, didn't pretty much play that well, but we, came, we we were winning the games, you know. And I felt that's how it was on against Man United, you know. Um, I I was confident against Man United um, because I felt okay. This is what we usually do: we soak up the pressure and then we counter and we score. But it just didn't happen <laughs> against Man United, and all of a sudden we're two nil down, you know. And and I, and I felt okay. Um, it, it, the tact, this is the tactics that work, but it, it, it was a mistake that we considered the first Man United goal in the second half. It was a, a defensive error, you know, and, and I thought, okay, maybe it's a defensive error. Okay, whatever. We've lost the game because of defensive errors, but the system fundamentally works of the counter. So I was cool with that. Um, however, you know, today is the same thing again as, as, as it's always been, you know, we soak up, we, we get dominated and then we counter, but yet again, defensive error And then you know we're one nil down. So um, I don't know how to feel. Actually, I don't know. I just maybe it might be a bad week. Maybe it's just you know with this system, it's like you have to. You can't make mistakes. If you make mistakes, you're done. You know it's going to be tough. I think with this system that we play is that we soak up the pressure and then we and then we 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 make the goal. I think that's maybe the Conte system. But we just don't have the the players that have the confidence in the, at the back like a, a Romero who who we missed today who's able to you know calm the game down and um, you know when you have when you have these key key players it shows maybe that's why Lloris is making these mistakes you know because he doesn't have you know he's not he doesn't trust his defenders i don't know but you know i just maybe you know dean is right maybe um, it's just a bad week um, you know for for Spurs playing in this system and with with the injuries and having these mistakes. But you know I, it, it's it, it's a tough watch watching Spurs this season. Um, but I just have to I have to, um, you know, stick with Conte. I think Conte um, is who we have to stick with. You know, Dean is right. We can't go for another cycle now because that's probably another two, three years. You know, we have to get rid of players now that Conte's bought because this is his system. We just have to believe in Conte. I still believe in Conte. Conte's still a winner. And so, you know, we, we can do it. But, yes, yeah, just I think it's just a, it's a shit week this week.
5: I think just to touch on that as well, sorry to jump in there again, because I think that the cycle thing is important to note because it wasn't just about that Conte's been backed. Yes, yes, you know, Benton, Kulichewski, and then the other players who came in, in the summer are, are the ones Conte and Paratici want. But there was an enormous turnover. So, you know, the, the likes of lacelso and Ndombele, and, you know, there are, we could go on and yeah. on about big money that was spent on those players at the back end of Pochettino, the beginning of Mourinho and, and Nuno, that are not Conte players, they're not the one he wants, and so mm-hmm. now partly for Conte's fault and Paratici's fault, we're left in this position where he's got about 15 players that he trusts, and so the, la- the way that this year has gone with Wednesday, Saturday or Sunday Tuesday, whatever it is, it's made it extremely difficult, I, I think Eric Dyer looks dead on his feet at the moment because he's played every minute I'm almost grateful for Hoiberg that he got a week off because, you know, I, I just felt like, well, I wanted to carry the guy to his car after the Man United <laughs> game because he yeah. was just run so far. Um, yeah. But, you know, we, we've got this small group and it, it's about adding quality in those areas
0: to, to make mm. it like I agree. Jake, let's come to, Jake, let's come to you. Um, are you enjoying watching Spurs? Are you, are you entertained enough this season?
4: Not at all. No, it reminds me, back to sort of, um AVB days, where you just have all this sort of talent, and it just seems so restricted by the sort of the instructions that they've been given. Where this sort of that sit, sitting back the other day against United, and there were people on Twitter saying this is the tactic, and I'm like, the tactic cannot be that Lloris is having to make incredible saves to stop us being four nil down because <laughs> they want to play attacking football. But we haven't got the wing-backs to do that. I understand how he wants to set up is we win the ball back and ideally we've got a firing son, Kane as good as ever and a fit Kulicevski and two wing-backs. And we've got five players charging, outnumbering the defence and scoring a goal. But when you've got Emerson Rao sort of trying to gallop along, you've got Son who's not firing, you've got John who's not always getting it right, you've got an injury because it just, it's just not working. So this sort of sitting back and absorbing the pressure, I just want us to play as though we've got sort of some of the best attackers in the world, which we have. And that, to me, should mean attacking the other team, going at them, pinning them back, and having s- such a strong defence that it means if they do attack us, we're able to sort of counteract that and go back again. And tire them out. Our, our fitnesses should be used to attack the other team, not to sort of absorb pressure and then get them on the break. It must be so exhausting for the players. But I'd rather that energy was going at attacking, not yeah. sitting back and but hoping Luis is pulling saves But do you
3: think we have the? Do you think we have the players to do that? You know, there's certain teams that. No. Know,
5: okay. With, without so... without Kulichesky, no.
4: Right. Yeah, but... we've not got the players to do what we're doing now. We've got. I think. We've got the players just to attack. But I don't right. want the players to do what we're doing now because we don't have the wing-backs to do what he wants.
3: OK, but but, but check this player. out. Because what you just said is, is just triggered something in my head. Because obviously, you know, you have teams where you've got outstanding talent in all positions, right? And mm-hmm. it's hard to get a team where you've got outstanding players in all positions, right? And so you have mm. your, your Chelsea's, un, unless you're a rich team like a you know like Real Madrid or where you can go and buy all these top players with yeah. great confidence, great skill in all positions, you can go and do that, okay? But mm. when you don't have that sort of infrastructure, when you don't have those the means to get all those players, you have to have a, a system that can compete against those teams, that can challenge those teams. And so you have to say, okay, we don't have the players, so we have to play this system because we don't have the individual. So by playing this system, even though it's not attractive, we can grind out results and compete, you know? And I think that's yeah. what Conte does. That's why, you know, Conte is able to go to another, another club, you know, without all the big money and win stuff because the system that he's got in place can compete against the teams that have the money to go and buy the De Bruyne, to go and buy Haaland, can go and buy, um, you know, all these other players in every position that are just world-class, you know? So I,
5: I, think- t- I, t- I totally agree. And you, if you look back at the time when he was at Chelsea and, you yeah. know, everyone thinks that he's wedded to three at the back or five at the back, mm. however you interpret it, he actually switched at Chelsea to go four at the back, when the, when he got the players he wanted and he right. drilled them and trusted them so much that he eventually got these fullbacks playing like wingbacks and they were still in fullback positions and so you then have five going forward and five going back anyway and yeah. he's got you know he's got a Kante and a holding midfield player yeah. sat in front with back four doing the job that he exactly wants so he did he did change formation but I think you've absolutely spot on Leo I think we've got players at the moment who who he thinks and he believes and if he thinks it I I trust him that we can only play in this particular way. And it was all going great the second half of last season when you've got Son flying, Kulicheski yeah. flying, and and Kane literally not missing a pass. You know, yeah. and, and at the moment, it's, you know, uh, Son's way off. Kulicheski's a huge miss. And yeah. as much as I'm, I'm really excited about Richarlison for the years to come, at the moment, his ball retention, when the ball goes into his feet, is just not good enough. And yeah. I'm sure, well, I know they're working on that enormously, because if you play in a certain way where you've got two or three up, all three of them have got to be able to retain possession. And we all know that Son has never, he's not always been great at that. You know, he's great when he's running at people, but when he's back to goal and he's, he's not great in retention. So I think that's right. I think we've just got, we've just got a two smaller group that he's mm. asking a heck of a lot from.
0: Yeah, it's true. Dean, what me? do you make of uh, all of the criticism at the moment from the fans um, about Antonio Conte? Because... Over this last week or so, in particular, since losing against Manchester United and today, there is a lot of criticism for Conte. There's a lot of fa- a lot of Spurs fans at the moment not happy with him. Surely we've got to back this manager as fans, to, uh, you know, to go forward. He got us top four, transformed the club. Surely this guy is the man for us to take us forward.
5: Uh, I, I completely agree. I, I'd love three three years of Conte at least three years after this um, and, and you build as you go he said it consistently he needs more transfer windows I I get the I get the criticism of course and I'm sure he gets it as well it won't be the first time in his career he's getting grief from from fans the club everything else but, you know, he was pretty calm when he spoke after today. I don't know whether, how many of you have seen it or how many of you listeners have seen it, but he was fairly calm. He talked about the mischances chances at the beginning. He talked about the injuries costing him. If if you think today at 2-1 up, with even if Kulicheski and Richarlison were on the bench, 2-1 down, sorry, we, even with Kulicheski and Richarlison on the bench, we throw them on, then it, it gets very interesting. But we just didn't have that option. Um, look, I, I I can get it. And look, we've, we've got a big, shiny new stadium. We finally spent some money after quite a long time and we've bought it on some, spent it on some very good players. So all of a sudden the Spurs expectation level under Pochettino went like this. And then now we've done this with Conte, it's gone to here and everyone wants us to get there. So too fast. It's too fast. And of course I want them to get there. Of course I do. I'd love us to run away with it and win it by 10 points. But let's be a bit more realistic about the time that it takes to get there.
0: Well, talking about that realistic aspect, Jake, let's come to you because Antonio Conte said the other day in the press conference that, um, you know, he's seen people saying about we could win the Premier League. Um, You know, he's saying, you know, you can't build a squad in 10, 11, 12 months in order to win the Premier League. Are us fans expecting too much? And Roy writes here, we have bad injuries to key players. We also need to remember that this is the start of the building process, not the final outcome. Conte must stay. How are you feeling about the process and Antonio Conte?
4: It, it. I mean, after a, a bad week, I'm not and, feeling...
0: And, and, and Leo was one of those people as well.
3: <laughs> what, what am I? <laughs> he
0: tiny, you, you, you were one of those people that Antonio Conte laughed at and said that you can't build a a, a, a team and a, and a squad to compete for the Premier League in 10, 11, 12 months, Leo. We'll come, we'll come to you in a minute on that.
3: Yeah, come to me on
4: that. Yeah, please. <laughs> put in words in my mouth. Put Sorry, Jake. <laughs> No, it's okay. Um, So now, sorry, now I can't remember how how am I feeling about the whole thing. Overall, happy. I mean, we've got Conte. Um, We all remember how we felt when we when we got Conte, and I think we have to remember it's a process. It's a long process. If we're willing to trust, oh my god, it's now sound like Arteta. But if we're (laughs) willing to sort of trust it, I know that something good can come. He's too good for it not to come, and we have to believe and. You know, Klopp at the start wasn't great. It's never going to come in. It's not magic. F- Football is so, there's so much more going on. My issue, I think, around the club, which I hope Conte will eventually change, is the mentality. Luis called it out a while ago in a post-game interview. Said it's the mentality at the club. Are we here to sort of make a profit, or are we here to win? If it's not the same all over, it gets, it gets confusing. I think it has to be. We are winners. We're here to win. We're building something on it together. And Conte has that mentality, and I think if that can go down to the players, and it can go up to the people above above him, then together they will get somewhere. Um, The year that he won um, the league with Chelsea, I was just going back over then over the results, and it's—I'll go over it now. He lost away to Liverpool, he lost away to—sorry, lost at home to Liverpool, lost away to Arsenal, lost away to us, and he lost away to United. You're going to lose games. It's going to happen. It's a long season. It could be that this is our hiccup. Every team has a hiccup. You have a hiccup. Even City against the Liverpool team that aren't brilliant the other day last week, they had a hiccup. We obviously obviously wasn't ideal for us that result. But no season, even when you look back on it, it's not perfect, is it? I trust the process. I think we're absolutely
5: spot on. This season, especially with the World Cup round the corner, who knows what the squads are going to look like in January. You know, yeah. and, and you yeah. know, it's if if we, we need to get seven out of nine points from the next three games, um and and it all looks quite rosy going into the World Cup. But um yeah, I I think you're right. It's hopefully it's it's just a blip.
4: Yeah, and if it's a blip, and it, and we'll look back on it at the end of the season, if we if we won a trophy and we got top four, which I'd be more than happy with. I mean that for me that'd be incredible. And then we look back and we'd go, yeah, that United game was tough. Yeah, that Newcastle game was disappointing. But that Newcastle game and the United game, we had injuries. Because and there's a slight issue with Conte that I think his reservation and sort of to make changes does mean that sometimes somebody's sort of thrown to the lines a little bit without sort of having the, the like Lucas at the moment, he's coming on, he's not match fit. But you go, well, actually, he could have probably played a little bit more. I know he's been injured for a while. Jed Spence, when he keeps coming on for two minutes, you go, if we ever need him, he's he's not played with them. He's not been there. There's a little bit of that that I think is sometimes causing us sort of teething problems with new players coming in that you just have to trust. Basuma, I was happy to see him on the pitch today, even after not being great against uh, United, because I think we just have to keep going and mm. let them play. And then that's how the depth comes in. right? Otherwise, these people are just sat on the side watching.
0: With um, with Dean uh, using the word realistic, uh, though, Jake, um, do you think that all of us fans are being, um, you know, getting carried away and expecting too much? Are we expecting too much? Because, of course, last season, Conte come in. He got us top four. We're playing Champions League football again. He talks about the process a lot. He talks about, you know, signing players in two or three transfer windows. But are we mm-hmm. expecting a lot more than what we're getting?
4: Are we expecting more than we're getting? <laughs> oh. Depends because I think if you looked at the last two games, we'd all expect better than that, no matter what. No yeah. matter which team you are, I think, as long as you're like not bottom three towards the end of the season, you expected to go to Old Trafford to perform better than that, and you expected to bounce back better than we did today. It's just that, to it's that slight instinct, the killer instinct that might be lacking within the squad because we do. And we have been guilty of rewarding um, mediocrity. And there's a few players there that will sit there on a on a contract and will sit on the bet. And you go, they're not quite good enough. And it feels yep. like if Who are they? we're not sort of. Oh, Who are they, Jake? Um, say it. <laughs> some of this is going to hurt me to say it, I think. Um, Do you I want think- me to say it for you? Yeah, you go. You could be the bad guy. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll go. I'll go
5: next as well. Go on, Leo. Go
3: for it. Well, I'll say one, and you can say we'll, we'll, we'll take one each because we know it's more than Kay. one. Put it that way. <laughs> well, yeah. okay, okay. okay. I'll, I'll go for. I'll say Sessignon That's my Emma one. Okay. Who, 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 who said? Who said? Who said Royale? Me. <laughs> Chris that's, said.
5: That's, right. that's, that's an easy right. one,
0: Chris. That's... Go
5: on, Dean. <laughs> Uh, all right
0: i'll go more controversial then Loris. okay oh, do, do you know okay. what be, be, before before you go jake i i, I want to talk about hugo LaRice because for the last 10 years i've been such a big fan of hugo LaRice, and i completely agree with you dean i've i've walked to the car from the stadium and i'm thinking hugo LaRice. he the amount of times that he spoke out after games and said like like you've mentioned jake about mentality and about um you know it's about the next game. It's about the next game. How many times have we heard this? When is hmm. Hugo Lloris going to turn into that leader and lead us to success? Because 10 years at the club, it just seems that, you know, as I say, I'm a big fan of Lloris. I think as a shot stopper, he is absolutely fantastic. But the amount of mistakes and the amount that he has cost us, uh, which we haven't even got into today's game um, yet about the instant, But I completely agree with you, Dean.
4: We'll come back on that. Jake, what, who, who's your one? I, I hate to say it because of that night, but Lucas Moura. Yeah. We've, we've been guilty, I think. Oh, no. Sorry, Leo. Don't grab me. But it's because of this, Leo. I had so, the same issue back to, 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 to Townsend, Andros Townsend. It's those players that can come on and Lamella was the same. Oh, run around the, the lot And look busy. And they run yeah. around. But it's, there's not enough. and it's, it's, it, I love Lucas Moura, but it goes back to what I say. It's not the killer instinct to go, I have to, this has to lead to something. Otherwise I'm going to get it after the game. It feels like sometimes I remember um, going back to uh, I can't remember, a, play, a player. It was, it was at Tottenham might've been Bentley. He said he came off once and somebody came up to him, but I had a stats and said, this is how many times you reached the byline, how many players you took on. He's like, I just want to go out and score and help us score. And it feels like there may be a reward in that sort of attack that we did this many attacks that we sort of, cross the ball. If, if you're a wing-back at the moment, you're being told to go up there and cross the ball. Almost like they're going, I did my job, that's on you lot. It feels like Lucas Moura does lack that killer instinct that too many players we've got have, I think, where they just sort of feel like if they can just turn up and deliver a six out of ten, they feel like they've done their job.
5: I, f- I feel like Lucas Moura has it. had one more... I feel like Moura has had one more good game for Tottenham than I've had.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you guys are out of order. No, you guys are out of order Lucas Mora. I mean, hey, that, wasn't okay. me. that was okay. No, you are out of order because it's not like okay, yeah. there's, there's definitely players before Lucas Mora that I believe need to leave. I think Lucas Mora oh. can bring something, you know, like you said, we were talking about the depth. You know, yes, he's not, but he's very happy
5: being a sub Leo, isn't
3: he? But that's fine. But you know, he, he's, lot- he's he, I give him, he's great in the air and his acceleration. Is 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 great. I mean, everyone loved him when with his acceleration when he got us into the Champions League final, right? Um, so I think for as an impact player um, in in a team or squad with when Conte has yeah possibility and um, that yeah he can, he can fit into that. But like I said earlier, there's players before him. Even Lloris will have to get changed. Sanchez, Sessignon, Royale. These are players that you know. Should not even be smelling the bench, really and truly. I, I, they sh- no, they shouldn't even be in, in the squad.
4: As far as I'm how concerned. does the bench smell at the moment?
3: What well, stinks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and so, and so, you know, like I said, like I said earlier, you know, I saw the lineup, and and I was my heart just sank. I said, "Oh, there you go," because Sanchez was playing session um, and these guys don't have the ability to ball retention how many times do we lose the ball simple passes they passes mm. even controlling the ball it's like make they're not quick with it and it's all these things that just ruins the whole flow of a team ruins the whole whatever tactics you're playing whatever formation or things you've got when you have individual players that are not don't have the ability Everything just crashes down, you know, yeah. and it, it only takes one player that can ruin the whole system. We have three of them on the pitch today, so we had no chance.
5: Four, you know, I think. Team. I think. I think there's four on the pitch oh. today because well, the, th- the thing that I think you've absolutely you've absolutely hit the nail on the head there with the Conte system is that yeah. there's, there's there's three things that are very important: is that the wing backs are good players, and we've, we're not good enough there at the moment. Um, and the the other thing is that when you get the ball in the positions he wants, we're clinical, which we haven't been. And the third thing, which is enormously important, is that your goalkeeper can play a ball of thirty to forty yards to pick out one of your wing backs or one of those dropping off forwards. And you watch Edison and Allison, and you know, and a lot of other goalkeepers. Pope today hit three or four fantastic, driven forty yard mm. passes that meant Bruno yeah. Guimaraes was turning up and facing our midfield players. And Loris is just not capable of doing it. You can't be and, you know, the... When we played four at the back under Poch and it used to go out to the fullbacks and then even to, you know, to start with Dembele and then the, the way the midfielders moved on from there, is that you then had four or five players capable of taking the ball on the half turn and the ball was played from the fullbacks. Loris's distribution didn't matter. In 3-5-2, your goalkeeper has to be able to play a 40-yard ball onto someone's chest. And he's not capable mm.
3: of doing it. He can't even do a straight pass. How many mistakes has Lloris been doing? Like, whenever he gets the ball, my heart sinks. You know, and you should not feel like that with any of your players. If I was a Man City fan, I wouldn't be feeling nervous when a player's got the ball. I feel like that when certain players get the ball. You, am, I, mm. am I lying? I, I feel like when when certain players are through on goal, you know, I, I know they're not going to score. I know that when the ball goes wide, I know the, yeah. the cross is not going to come in, I know when Cessignon's on the in a great position, I know the ball's not going to come good. Whenever Royale's in a great position on the wing, I know the ball's not going to come good. It's just like when we had, um, you know, uh, God, what's his name? Oh, God. My head's... Well, I,
0: I, was, I was going to ask, Leo, are, are we going yeah. around again? Because there's a lot of comments saying, why is no one mentioning Eric Dier? Uh, listen, so no, no, no,
3: no, no. no I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not worried about Eric Dier. I like Eric Dier, you know? So I'm going to defend Eric Dier. Because that's the right, issue, I think. I'm gonna defend Eric Dyer because because again, it's not saying that Eric Dyer is the defender, right? Because really and truly, Conte has not had his windows to bring the players that he wants. However, hmm. Eric Dyer came from midfield. Eric Dyer is good with his feet. Eric Dyer knows how to pass a ball. You know how he does it, he pings the ball left, right, and we can't be too harsh on Eric Dyer, okay. Before, but this is the players that Conte has at the moment. He's not had these windows to make the the, the proper, um, uh, you know, changes. So we, I would definitely have Eric Dyer over Sanchez, a billion percent.
0: You know. Do, do you know what Leo? Um, a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Ricky Norbert, I was at the game with Ricky today, right. and I was asking about Eric Dyer, and I said, "What do you think of Eric Dyer?" And he said, "I trust Eric Dyer." And then literally thirty seconds later. <laughs> um, that, 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 that pass back which nearly went into our own net and yeah. um, he, he worries me a lot Eric Dyer um, Jerome asks on screen um, do you think we'll win our game on Wednesday especially with all the injuries Jerome will come on to um, preview that game later on in the show um, now um, Antonio Conte after the game said uh, we uh, started the game well Newcastle uh goalkeeper made two to three uh, amazing saves. We have to find the way to improve. The confidence went down when they scored. I have to be happy with what my players showed in the second half. Um, Leo, are, how are you feeling in terms of Tottenham's position at the end of the season? Because all joking aside, you were very confident about Spurs being title contenders. How are you actually feeling
3: now? Well, you know, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm, i was confident. It's, we get a bit of feedback. I don't know what's going on. Do you hear that? Is that me? Yeah.
0: No, you're all right. Okay.
3: All right. Um. So yeah. So um, it's not that. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, when, like I said earlier, once you have, uh, your the for the first team that we had, right with Kulise- Kulisesi, the, we know players like that, when we have our first team back playing that system that Conte has, we have a great chance, as it's showing, right? I think what fans need to um, understand is that, it's like how I explained earlier, when you don't have the the, the glory of amazing players in every position, you have to have a system that can compete against the big boys and that system that Conte has may not be attractive. It's not going to be the, the tiki tacky football because we don't have the tiki tacky players. We don't have the money to go and buy the glory players like all the top teams have. So that's why we have to play this system. OK, so when one thing goes off, the whole thing is going to be drastically affected and what I mean by players if players are injured the whole thing is is, is affected so yes i am, i i was confident and i will be confident when we have our players back then i think we'll we'll see the the, 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 the you know the, still the shit playing but better results
0: so so let me ask you 12 games in where do you think the spurs will finish in the premier league at the end of the season now
3: definitely top 4 100% you know i'm still confident for top 4 um because like i said I'm not looking at the football. I'm looking at the system that Conte has, okay? And knowing that when this system is not going to be attractive, the other team is going to get a lot of possession, you know, and then we're just going to counter them and and, and score one or two goals. It's what, I mean, look, we had we, the home record was 10 wins at home. Um, this was the first loss, you know? So we can't now all of a sudden say, oh my God, the system doesn't work. Conte out. That's ridiculous. You know, we, yeah. content came in and we got top four last season with that system, you know, with the system that, you know, he plays with, with the same crappy players that we had, he got us top four with that system. Now we need to give him time, give him more windows, give him better players with that system. And then we're going to get the result. We've had the best start of, of, of um, Tottenham in, in, in history. Right, so for people to come in and start saying, uh, Conte this, you know, this is, like I said, it's like it's like an ungrateful girlfriend, you know? You buy, you take her out, you you, you, you take her out for romantic dinners, take her to, Mar- to, to to Mali, all expenses, you know, all you can eat buffets and everything like that. You come home, you, you, all of a sudden you, you forget to call her back. Then she's like, oh, what's going on? Like, oh, are uh, uh, you not showing me attention? I mean, this is what Spurs fans are like sometimes. Sometimes it's a bit ungrateful. This is Conte. Conte is the big dog, the top G. You know, so we need to put some respect on his name and give him some time. Isn't, am I right, Dean?
5: I, I, totally, I totally agree with you about, about the time. I think, I, I, I do think he is, his downfall at the moment um, in, in the eyes of a lot of fans is that he's not trusting some of the other players that have come in. and But, you know, he was very open about Basuma, wasn't he, when he came in. And uh, yep. he said he's tactically he's not doing what we want him to do at the moment. So if Conte's not trusting him enough to be on the field, I think in the last two games we've probably seen what Conte meant. I, I think it, you know I, I think Basuma is going to go on to be a very very good player for us. But I think the the first the, the last ga- last two games in this week he he's been a long way off it, and you can see why Conte stuck with Hoyberg and Bentancur. Um, the latter by the way who i think is our best player at the moment um but the you know i can think you can see why he's stuck with them but yeah look to answer your question I, I i think we'll finish in the top 4 i think we'll finish third or fourth i think it'll be very tight um i think you know the we we've we've played some big teams away already today's our first real slip up at home you know if it, you, you don't our season won't be defined by losing to man united away and losing to arsenal away and drawing at west ham that's not mm. where you know, Arsenal have not played any of those teams um, away from home yet. You know, they lost to United. So that's that's their result away at United. They've not been anywhere else. And just, to, I think, I, I kind of think you were making the point there, Leo, and Jake, before about the Arsenal thing. The Arsenal thing, typically, with the Spurs fan base and the Arsenal fan base, by the way, has distorted the market. So if Arsenal at the moment were fifth or sixth and we were all taking the mickey out of the light bulb and Arteta trusting the process we'd be all going, what a good start Spurs have had. But because of where Arsenal are at the moment, everyone's getting all carried away. Arteta had three seasons to, you know, those windows to build the players and Mm. buy the players he wanted to fit his style. And to be fair to the guy, as much as I dislike him, he he kept saying, trust the process, trust the process, and we'll get there and we'll get there. And and let's be honest, they're playing some good stuff. And I I still think there'll be the wobble to come, but they're playing some good stuff. And they've gone about things in that process that the way that he wanted to go. Just, let's just chill out a little bit. <laughs> and, and we will get there.
0: I'm really
4: confident we'll get there.
0: Um, Jake, um, are you confident that Spurs will finish in the top four at the end of the season? I,
4: I am. I am. Overall, I think that if we manage to do it last season, we can do it this season. And I know there's a fair few teams that are stalling and we've had difficult fixtures, the ones we've had away. As Dean was just saying, the likes of Arsenal haven't had those sort of away games that, that we've had. Um, and I think I believe we're just in a we're in a we're in our blip. We're going through a rough patch, and the season's long. It all balances out overall. I think I think if I was to put money on it, I would I would say off the top four positions, I think we'll get uh, fourth personally. I'll take okay. that now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: I, yeah. Let's not be ungrateful. You know, it's just a mm. blip. It's just a bad week, and everyone's head is Conte out. The system is terrible. I don't think that's. I don't think that's fair. You know, mm. on 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 Conte whatsoever. You know, I think we should just lick our wounds. You know, it's, it could probably be a blip. We can go on and win a couple more games. Then everyone's like, oh my god we're back, we're going to win the league, like like I said, you know. Um, but, you know, we just have to, it's, we just have to trust the process in Conte. Conte, this is what Conte does. If Conte doesn't feel that a certain player is not ready, who the hell are we to say, Conte, why don't you bring him in? Have we won the Champions League? Have we won the League Cup? Do, do we, I think that's a really
5: good point on Jed Spence as well. I know a lot of people yeah. are commenting and a, and a lot of people are, you know, there's a real example there. Basuma was one and Jed Spence is the other. People saying, well, why isn't Jed Spence playing? You know, because Emerson Royal's terrible. Yeah, all right, I, I, I actually agree that Emerson Royal's terrible, but clearly Emerson Royal is doing what Conte tells him to do in training. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he's making mistakes and his delivery is woeful, but he's clearly playing in this functional way that, and look, Jed Spence, I've, I've watched him play for Forest last year. I've seen him play for the 21s and whatever. He is exciting. He is going to be a, a fantastic footballer and he couldn't be in a better position than he is now with a guy who loves a wingback formation and a guy who's played won a Champions League final playing wing-back in training with him every day. He is going to get there. But we really, really can't just throw Jed Spence into a 60000 seat stadium and expect him to dig us out of a hole when we're not playing great. I mean, it's like throwing the kids to the Lions. It's it's just not the time for it. If we're three, you know, I, I'm a bit disappointed he didn't come on earlier against Leicester. I think when that game was done, he, we should have given him 20 minutes yeah. to go back to Jake's yeah. point earlier about get, getting those players in 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 more quickly. But... You can't just expect these new players and young players just to come in and click your fingers and, and go for it. I, I, I'm disappointed he went back to Royal today over Doherty. I don't, I don't think Doherty had a particularly bad game at Old Trafford. I think he did well at um, Brighton. I, I forgot about he, him. He could have given him another game in front of the home fans today. But, but that's that's nitpicking, I think.
0: Well, let's talk about the starting eleven because, of course, Antonio Conte made five changes today. Sanchez in for Romero, Sessignon in for Perisic, Skip in for Hoybier, Royale in for Doherty and Lengley in for Davis. So the full starting eleven is as follows. Hugo Lloris in goal, the back three of Sanchez, Dyer and Lengley. Uh, The wing-back, Sessignon and Royale. In midfield, Skip, Kerr and Basuma. And then the front two of Hunmin Son and Harry Kane. Subs today, Forster, Tanganga, Davis, Doherty, Spence, White, Perisic, Brian Hill and Lucas Moura. Um, Dean, let's come to you on that point. Um, were you surprised by that starting eleven? Five changes. I know uh, Romero and Hoybier were out with Knox today, but were you surprised by any of the other changes? I, I, w- I wouldn't say
5: surprised. Um, I, I was, as I say, a little disappointed that Doherty didn't get the nod over Royal. Um, and if if Moura is fit, I, I wouldn't have mind. I would have liked to have seen us go back to three four three at home um with with sort of more and son playing off Kane a little bit more. But um but I I, I can't say that I was uh, I was shocked, no. Um I I think you know it just shows you how important Romero is to us when, when you see that today. Um I I I'm I'm not convinced by Long Lay defensively. Um I th- I think that he, he gets he gets quite rattled by pace and I think that when we played the Fulham game at home, I think it was someone. You know, they were definitely targeting him. There's a couple since then that you know he's he's looked a bit shaky. And I'm I'm personally a more solid Ben Davis man in that position. I think that says a lot about the way I used to play rather than anybody else. But but um, but yeah, I, I I wouldn't say I was shocked. No, I I think that there's two or three positions where you could toss a coin at the moment. And unfortunately, there's six or seven players who are good enough who are being being run into the ground at the moment.
0: I just want to ask you about um, Eve Bissouma, because I must admit, me personally, I expected so much more from him. Um, in my opinion, I think these last couple of seasons for Brighton, he's been one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Um, what do you think it is about Eve Bissouma at the moment not quite fitting in uh, to the Spurs shirt you know, and, 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 and giving us what we've, what we've seen him do for Brighton? Yeah, I mean, I, I was at
5: the Brighton game at, um, last year. We'll all remember it. It was pretty awful. It was probably the one performance in the last two months of the season last year that gave us worries that we wouldn't get to the top four. But if you look at the way that the Potter midfield sets up and the way he sets up at Brighton, they play with sort of this diamond in midfield. And Bassoom is very good at that little cushion pass and little ball around the corner to someone else who's there. That doesn't exist in the Conte formation. and. I, I, Bentoncourt is a f- absolutely fantastic player and he's being overworked at the moment but yeah um, I think Basuma's a bit scrambled I think he, he's not quite clear about what he's trying to do or what he wants to do. Every now and again he he makes that burst run and you think oh yeah here it comes he's, he's going to do something now and then he sort of goes oh no I, I can't play a through ball so I'm just going to go sideways and give it to Emerson Royal or, or Perisic and and he sort of then goes back into his box again, and yeah, I, there's there's definitely a lack of confidence. Um, there's definitely a, a, a not quite a trust there, and whether that's a trust mm. from the manager, which then the players feeling a little bit. Um, I think he'll get there. I think he's a tremendous footballer, um, and you know what, I think he's probably not benefiting from us being quite rigid in the way we play. I think I think chaos theory probably suits presume a little bit better, and it's not quite there at the moment. Mm.
0: Jack, let's come to you. On on the wing-back situation, he went with Sessignon and uh, Emerson Royale coming back into the team after being suspended for the last three Premier League games. Were you surprised by Conte starting them two today? And was that right to do so?
4: Yeah, I am surprised by it. Um, Not so much Sessignon. Sessignon I sort of agree with. I know that uh, Conte likes to have uh, impact subs. And I feel like Perisic probably offers a lot more than that to come on with his experience Um, Come back to him in a minute, Perisic. But I think Emerson, well, I just feel like uh, Doherty's been very open this week. I think he spoke about his time under Mourinho and he was saying that he blames himself. He said that he didn't deliver what Mourinho was asking. And I feel like we've sort of witnessed Conte and Doherty's relationship to the point the other day he came off and there was a nice big hug between the two of them. I feel like sometimes maybe... Conte's decision-making isn't great for players' mentality. It's not really sort of um, often sort of rewarding. I think he would have rewarded Doherty to go, even though Emerson's available, you're still starting. You've come in, you've done a job, and I believe in you. I trust in you. I would have liked to have seen that. Um, With Perisic, I feel like... I I'm, I'm having the same reaction to him. He's been good. He's he's some of his crossing and some of the work he's done through our um, set pieces. Uh, I think namely the one where he sort of headed on Sun's cross over to Kane to score. He's, he's he's very effective. I like his sort of his chip sort of crosses that he puts in that I've noticed a few of the other players have sort of taken on. I think Hoybier did it for Sun's volley the other day. But I don't I I think I was expecting more from Perisic than I've seen at the moment. I think he's clearly a very good player. I wonder if he is sort of feeling the effect of what I was talking about with the mentality around the club, whereas he probably feels a little bit like if I come on and do a job and I'm a bit effective, I've done enough here. But I think if you put him in a better team, he would be even better. I think he's willing to sort of do what everyone around him is doing. And I feel like sometimes he probably feels like he's a bit of a cameo. That he is better than these players that he's playing mm. alongside. He sort of doesn't seem to be given a ten out of ten. Am I? Do you, there's a few nods. I hope like people are sort of agreeing with that. Yeah. yeah,
3: I agree with what you're saying. I get it, but that's again with Conte. You know, he's you know he needs windows to help mm. bring players for the likes of Perisic, for the likes of Kane, for the likes of Swan, yeah. You know, and when we have those windows, then we're going to see these. You know, the players. Do 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 you know what, though,
0: Leo? You you say about you need windows. Are you guys not surprised that in the summer transfer window, we did not bring in a left wing back and a right wing back to walk straight into the team? That surely is one of Antonio Conte's most important roles within the team. Um, Dean, let's, let's come to you on that, because, of course, you work for the Sun newspaper. You must be reporting on stories all the time about Spurs, you know, being linked with X, Y and Z. Are you not surprised... Um, that Conte did not bring in a right wing back and a left wing back. Yes, we brought in Jed Spence, one for the future. And as Jake mentioned there about Perisic, I personally have expected a little bit more from Perisic. Conte Mm -hmm. said in in one of his press conferences uh, in the last week or so about, you know, expect, expect a little bit more from Perisic in the future because he's had injury problems. But, you know, overall, are you not surprised, particularly after last season? Those are key areas for Conte in this system that he plays.
5: Yeah, I, I totally agree, and uh, I I think that's where the, I'm, I'm almost certain this is where the, the talk of the, the Jed Spence um, scenario came. You know, there's a lot of rumours about, you know, Conte didn't really want him. I, I don't think that's true at all. I think Conte knew that he wouldn't be for the now, and so that's, you know, yeah, let's do, do that deal if you want to do that deal, but that's not really one that Conte is absolutely mind-focused on, and I, I think that in that summer window, there was there was a priority list, and if we'd gone, I think we'd be having exactly the same conversation now about a left sided centre back, another centre midfield player, and a striker. Had we signed those wing backs in the summer, I think if let let's say for, I mean, I think someone's just mentioned on the chat about Destiny Adobe, He he is going to be a real player. So, but again, another one for an, another season. But um, I think that. If if we bought you know the best left back the left, let's let's pie in the sky for a moment let's say we bought Reece James and he played he played right wing back and we bought Ben Chilwell and he played left wing back just to use two Chelsea examples and we gone wow we filled those wing back positions but that meant we didn't buy Richarlison we didn't buy Basuma we didn't buy Longley as a, as a left an extra left sided centre defender I think we'd be having a pretty similar conversation now about why didn't we buy a midfielder why didn't we buy a striker and as Leo was just saying a moment ago it's what it's one step at a time. Those players were available, they needed to come in. And you know, the the Gavardi old deal, I, I'm led to believe was was quite close. And there's a couple of other centre backs who who were, were talked about, and there were I'd love to know who they are, and I promise you, I'd tell you if I knew, but I'm told that there were two wing backs in the Premier League that they were very close to doing a deal for. Um and you know, it was all it was very much Paratici, two phones, smokes and mirrors. But it it's you know, I, I think he, that's absolutely what's got to happen next. Absolutely, what's got to happen. He's got to go out and buy a box ready straight into the Premier League right wing back, who is going to frighten the life out of a left back, and also have said uh, have Christian Romero behind him and be giving him the ball all the time because when it's Davinson Sanchez, it's not going to come. And then when you know, and then the next thing is that they've got to make a decision whether Sesenyon is your First or second choice left back, left wing back, probably your second choice. And then Perisic, as Jake said before, is your impact sub, can play right, can play left, can play one of the three if necessary. And then all of a sudden it starts to look like you've got a squad. Because at the moment, as we said, right from the off, not not quite there. And mm. the problem is, is that Conte won't deviate from this wing back position. And now it looks like the wing backs are really, really strong.
0: Can I can I ask all three of you very quickly? Um, in your opinion, who are the best uh, wing backs at the club?
3: Who are the best wing backs? I don't. I can't even tell you. There's I, there's none. Who, who's
0: the best? Who's the best right wing back in your opinion, and the best life left wing back? Well, <laughs> uh, let
3: me start. I'll start.
0: I think that says it all. When all, all three of you are <laughs> Yeah.
3: I mean, listen. <laughs> it's listen for me. I said this. I've said this. From time, I believe as much as Aurier used to annoy me, right? Defensively, I believe that if he was in this team, he he would be he'll work in this system because he was able to whip a ball in, he was able to shoot on goal. He had he was second to um uh, uh, Alexander Arnold with the assists, um, and And he he, never had Romero
5: behind him to help him, anyway.
3: Yeah, yeah, so because. In this system, we get into do, do, like like Dean was saying, these are the, the most crucial positions for this system. You have to have these positions for this system to work.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: Right now we're just we're, we're fluttering. We're getting you know we're just yeah because we get those positions. If we can just get someone to whip those balls in, I mean look at what Um Perisic did when um when he came on, he was able to whip that ball in for um Dyer. Dyer was offside, but. You saw the quality of the ball, right? Um, Varales is, is never going to do that. Session can never do that. You know, we need players that are able not only to whip the ball, but able to go past players, like what Kulisevsky can do you know, can run at players, get to the byline, g- g- do a couple of tricks, step overs, get past them, pull the ball back, cross for a header, cross for tapping. We don't have none of that. And this is what this system relies on. So uh, I think he's avoiding
5: your question here, Chris. He still, ha- he still hasn't asked. The I, oh, well, I
3: said, We don't have one. Two names. I, I, I said, Orie.
5: Dean, who, who
0: are the two? Would you say?
5: Uh, I think that I would go um, Doherty Perisic. If it was yeah, my turn, think... everyone was fit. I think I'd go Doherty Perisic.
0: Why do you think that Conte keeps uh choosing Emerson Royale? Because um I feel exactly the same as you. You know, I, I was very surprised when he's come he's walked straight back into the team um after suspension. Um at least Doherty looks like a right wing back. I
3: think it's yeah, the, I, I think there I are think defensive duties. I think it's Royale's yeah. defensive duties. I'm just gonna say that.
5: Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I think I think that. I, I I'm very suspicious that when they've analyzed things and they've they've seen the way Doherty defends Doherty Doherty, I'm never quite sure which, sorry. Um, it's 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 that he doesn't have that instinct to to go into that position to to go and block off his centre half and help his centre half. Whereas Royal, that's his safety net. He wants to go there and he wants to be as close to Romero as he can. when we were talking about the starting lineup earlier, what one thing I should have said probably was that the selection of Emerson surprised me less because Davinson was playing. I think mm. if Romero was playing then I'd be very, very disappointed that, that Emerson was playing. I, I think I think Emerson is an okay right back and, and he's a bottom half of the Premier League right back. But when you're playing Conte 352, just not just not good enough.
0: Jake, who would you go for? Who's your favourites?
4: If if I was thinking it's a, it's a must-win If it's tough because even though I say Perisic hasn't been as good as I think he can be, but we all know how good he is and we know yeah. Conte's sort of giving him a couple of outs with this injury. So I believe if I was thinking um, ideally for, to see on the starting sheet, for me, would genuinely be Sessignon on the left and Perisic on the right. And if Perisic is delivering what he does, Sessignon he, listens to him. We've all seen them off the pitch giving instructions. We've seen him join the games giving instructions. I feel like <laughs> I'm starting
5: to get the impression that Sessignon is your player, Leon. I'm, uh, Leo, I'm starting to starting to get that the, Sessignon is the one that pushes your buttons the most. <laughs> do, 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 do you know,
0: D, when you mentioned uh, Jed Spence earlier, um, do you think he's even behind the likes of Kulusevski, Lucas Samora, even at right wing back? Because Conte seems to have tried a lot of these players, and Jed Spence isn't getting a look in. What, what do you think he needs to do in order to to get that start for Spurs? I think he's got to play a, a nine or
5: 10 out of 10 game in the first cup game. And, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's when he's going to play. You know, is be it the League Cup game or the FA Cup game, and um, you know, post-World Cup and whatever. That That's when he's going to. And, and bear in mind as well that there's a really important period coming in the World Cup. And you can talk about players coming back. Let's hope they all come back fit. Um, and, you know, we've but we've got some big players who aren't going to the World Cup. We've also got a couple of big players who might not play a great deal at the World Cup, but it's sort of in and out of squads and teams. But Conte is going to have a really solid period of time coaching Jed Spence on the training ground. And yeah. when a lot of those big players are away and he will guarantee it, he will be drilling, it, absolutely drilling him. He, he he doesn't settle for you are five yards out of position. You have to yeah. be in his starting position to, to fit into the way Conte plays. So I think that he'll get a cup chance and assuming, I mean I've I've heard he's a good lad on the training ground and and he's very, you know, he's he's very driven and focused and he's he's been told he's got to bulk up a little bit and getting the getting in the gym and, and put on a bit of weight. Um and so if he takes all those things on board, we we could we could like, be like having a new signing in the second half of the season, but there's a lot of ifs in there. Um,
0: <laughs> Let's come back to you. Let's talk about the key incidents in, in today's game. Um, after just 42 seconds, Spurs had a chance. Hunmin Son with a shot over the bar after good work from Emerson and Skip. And then in the eighth minute, Hunmin Son had a shot, went over the bar. Just three minutes later, Hunmin Son threw on goal, went for the chip, went to chip Pope. He saved and it was cleared off the line. Key incidents for Hunmin Son, and as Dean mentioned earlier, um, sorry for you,
4: as, as he, is, is he struggling? He's struggling, and I think I, I didn't believe that after his hat trick that was him back. It's more complicated than that. I think it's it's more than just than just coming back and having one good game. He he'll get back. He's having a he's having a dip. It's not helping us, of course. If he'd put one of them away today, obviously maybe three or four chances, it's a completely different game. We were looking great. Bentacool was looking great. Um, I just feel like. It's just a shame with injuries that, that he's sort of not been able to be subbed and put on as much as I like. I mean, I, would have, I wouldn't have minded seeing him today with a 3-4-3, three, three, to be honest. Um, I know it was, this, it was actually 3-5-2, wasn't it, that he scored his hat-trick against Leicester? Was that yeah, it's a
5: to 3-5-2 just before he, he came just on. Just before
4: yeah. he came on. So it has mm. worked for him. But, I mean, yeah, I mean... He just maybe he needs the World Cup to come and go. He needs a break, reset, and in in the in the new year, uh, we'll see a different Sun. But um we'll look back on this when we're when people are having their sort of uh, their breakdowns and Conte out and people uh, sort of losing their minds. We'll look back and go, well. To be fair, we had Richarlison injured, Kuliszewski injured, and Lucas Hoiberg not there as well and Son not firing and luckily for us Kane has been scoring it's we're so grateful for that but Son I think he just had a bad start but you know last season Kane didn't have a great season at the start it just it just happens sometimes after Son's basically I think maybe experiencing um I don't know fatigue maybe I don't know he 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 does a lot, obviously, for the national team. He had a big season last season. We had to carry a lot of the weight because Son wasn't, um, because Kane wasn't firing. Maybe it's just that.
5: I'm I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite sort of outspoken on Son, and i i I get a lot of um I get a lot of stick at work because um, they, you know, when Son scores, I go, "Well, it's the only goal you wouldn't celebrate." And I was like, "Oh no, I'm definitely not as far <laughs> as that." But that just gives you a bit of context. But look, I I think. He's a, he's a quality player, right? Let's let's just get that out there for starters. He is, he is a quality player. I do think he's overrated. I do I just think I, I think without Kane, he's nowhere near what, what he thinks it what people think he would be. He he's he's way off it this season. Absolutely way off it. I actually think, um, just to offer a theory out there, that the weight of the World Cup on Son is bigger than any player. Is, you know, you talk about Kane being England captain and being the one that's going to lead England. Son is is God in in Korea. And, you know, and so he, I, I actually think he, there was, there was a comment from Guardiola in the papers this week um, about how he thinks he could smell it if players are not quite at it because they've got the World Cup on their minds and they're pulling out of tackles and they're not quite there. I've got to be honest, I think Son is thinking about the World Cup. And I, I think his season so far has has been woeful. I mean, the Leicester the Leicester thing really, really papers over it. And those chances today, it, it's he it, it puts us one nil up in, with one of those three chances, and we win the game. We quite we quite honestly win the game. I um, I'm going to get some stick now.
3: I can see it all rolling well. in. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Dean, you do deserve some stick. Uh, yeah, so you do. You, are-
4: you do. He's definitely not overrated.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're crazy. He's
4: our, our third highest Premier League goal scorer, yeah,
3: right? Yeah, yeah, I don't That's know what Deans
4: like, are. Yeah, fantastic <laughs> player, as I said,
5: fantastic. But he's, not <laughs> in that, he's not in that elite level. There's a reason that Man City haven't tried to buy him.
3: Oh, come on, Dean, please. You see, no, 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 Dean, I'm not going to have you talk about something like that. There's certain did, players did, you can
0: Did abuse. you even feel like that last season, Dean, when, when he was uh, leading goal scorer in the Premier League uh, alongside Salah?
5: Oh, no, as I, as I said, he's a fantastic player.
0: I'm not. I'm not he saying like that he isn't. Great, you
5: know, he scores with both feet. You know, he's, he scores the the he goals. You know, and you know the problem for me is is that the chances he misses when the game's one-one or 0 nil um, is the difference between you know the, the difference between us winning the game and and not. And if that chance falls to Kane today, there's zero chance he misses. Okay, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not what saying, he's, saying? A great he's a very, very good player, and I love him. I've, I've, you know, I've loved. have loved him in the Spurs shirt. I just feel that there's this, there's this thing about Kane and Son. That it's, it's not even close. It's not even close. Kane, Kane is an absolute top five Europe in Europe player, and Son isn't.
3: Okay. Okay. Look, can I just retort? So. You said a couple of things. One thing, I, one of them, I don't agree with, but the other one I do agree with you is when you talk about the the son's head is on the World Cup. The fact that you know he might not—he that could be a possibility. Why his head is—he doesn't want to probably get injured. He wants to—he wants to be in the team. Maybe, maybe that could, I can give you that as a possible reason why his form might be dipping. Um, but for you to say like you know. When Son's through on goal, we know it's in. We don't. We don't
5: know. He did it today. But we do. He He was through. It was. That's that's a straightforward chance today.
3: I I hear you, but some players do have downtime. Some players are are gonna go through a bad patch, right? And this is Son's bad patch. In how many years? You know, Son. It's not like Son has a bad patch season. In Son's been banging goals for for. throughout the throughout the whole season you know it's just that yeah for some reason you know i, I at the beginning of at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the season i honestly i thought the reason why someone's having a bad patch was because don't say dean is spot on that that's probably his, his friend. <laughs> sorry probably
5: i think that's, that's i that. that. just logged on there for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We got to support Dean. We can't let him go down like this. We
5: got. Short- no, no I, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to over over exaggerate it, right? He he is. If if we Don't go overrated
3: though. Don't no, well, overrated. I
5: I honestly I I believe that because I think Spurs fans put him on such a pedestal that you know that that, that is how high he is. And I just don't think he's there. Look, he's he's a fantastic player. He's in the starting eleven, right? He that, that that's not even in question. He is in the starting eleven. He's a Champions League quality player. He scored loads and loads of goals. I do think he's been held back by the way we're playing at the moment. I think that you know three five two especially doesn't suit Son. I think one of the reasons that Conte stuck with three four three for so long, when a lot of fans were saying it should be three five two, is because Son gets that little freedom around to to roam around a little bit. I, I, it's obviously not helping that he hasn't got a left wing back firing outside of him. Um, I, Steve, just... Steve,
0: I, tell, I tell you what though you, you talk about freedom, sorry to interrupt, but I thought I'd better mention this. He was on the halfway line today. he had five Newcastle players around him. That's what Newcastle uh, think of hunmin son five players trying to tackle him at one time
5: oh yeah as I say he's a the, the problem that Spurs have at the moment is that that they're, they're able to focus on three or four players. And and stop them playing. Because at the moment, look, I, I I know this for a fact that one one Premier League manager, who I, I I honestly can't tell you who it is, has done a session pre-playing Spurs saying four players, if they have the ball, we just let them have it. Yeah. You know, and we just we just sit here. There's these if these are playing in these positions, and we if they have it, we just let them have it, and we double up on everybody else. And that's how oh. teams are setting up against us. They know
4: how to play. So well. Luis, <laughs> <Sanchez. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five. Luis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean yeah. I mean
5: other than other than the hat trick this season, look, and he yeah. has been phenomenal for us. You know, the run to the Champions League final and and all and you know the the taking us back into the top four. He he's been fantastic, absolutely fantastic. But I'm gonna... he's, elite, elite players don't go as long this season as he's gone without goals.
3: I understand. Jake, you
4: wanted to say something. So, and I'll say after. You. Gonna question, thanks, I was just going to question. Thanks, Leah. I was just going to question Dean about you saying about the formation that he's been sticking to a 3 4 3 rather than a 3 5 2. What did you say the reason was? Sorry. Well, I, I
5: that because he desperately kn- well, he knows that he's not got enough good players in wide areas when you play 3 5 2. If you block the midfield with a three, he wants needed to have Richarlison and Son so or Kulachevsky and Son so off Kane. So then you've got three players who can have the ball into feet. And it doesn't suit Son in a two for me.
4: Well, my my feelings towards that and the reason he's not been playing it is because he's now doing it now that we've got skip back. Because beforehand, if we had done a three in the middle, then we start with Benton Cole, Hojbjerg and Basuma, and we've got nobody to come on and cover any of those three. That was been my, That's why I thought we were doing it. That's,
5: that's interesting. interesting yeah, that's, it's interesting as
4: well. That, that's that's I, I, I can see that for sure. Yeah. So, can I
3: give you my theory on on why Son? I, be, I believe Son might be having a a a, a
0: pause. Leo, uh, I don't mean to be rude, but be quick because we've got a lot to get through.
3: Okay, so I'm <laughs> going to be quick. Sorry. I, I honestly believe I honestly believe it might be the introduction of of um Richarlison coming in and him now possibly knowing that he has competition in in that space. And maybe he's trying too hard to... He's not as relaxed as he, he's up been previously. That's that's a
0: theory. Well, a couple of other chances for Spurs. After 15 minutes, Basuma had a shot over the bar. After 23 minutes, Skip, good work, rolled it to Sessegnon and his shot was then blocked. Uh, so we had a number of chances. Um, and then in the 29th minute, Harry Kane had a shot. Pope saved it with his feet. And then two minutes later... Uh, that moment when Newcastle took the lead, Callum Wilson lobbed uh, Hugo Lloris. Um, Dean, let's come to you on that first goal because, of course, it went to VAR uh, for a possible foul. First of all, was it a foul or was it Hugo Lloris? Uh, was it another mistake? It's,
5: it's not a foul for me, even even with the Spurs Spurs glasses on. I, I just can't see it as a foul. If if it had gone the other way and Callum Wilson had chested it past Lloris, who'd come out of his area, would we be accepting that it was a foul and a red card? I don't think we would. It's it's you know it's I, I don't I think he's it's a woeful error. It's it's if you if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that, and we've seen it from the elite goalkeepers before, the top level goalkeepers, if you come out like that, then I tell you what, you better take that striker out. You better you better come out with the confidence. And you know, and the conviction that if I'm not getting it, then he's not, and it just wasn't there um it's, it's a horror, it's a horrible error.
0: You chose Hugo Lloris as a player that isn't good enough earlier can you Can you elaborate on it?
5: Well I just think again the the, the second goal just sums sums it up perfectly again. Um, he won't want to see it again, I'm sure, but the the ball out to Ceyon is that thirty five 40 yard pass I was talking about before. It's a horrible, horrible pass. It's floated. It's asking to get cut out. It does get cut out. Sessing is not, Sessing not strong enough as it comes. Longley gets roasted by Armour on for pace. Um, and if you watch the next time you see the replays, that when goalkeepers end up outside the line of their posts, it doesn't end well. And he, he ends up about five yards outside the front of his near post. And that's the head's gone. He's made one error. The second error is the, is the kick. And then it's, um, it, it's, it's all over from there. For, for me, he's culpable for both
0: goals. Jake, let's come to you. Um, of course, as I've mentioned there, in the first half hour, we had a number of opportunities. I mean, some of the best ones. And Harry Kane with a shot uh, that Pope saved. Um, at that point, Newcastle were 1-0 up. They soon made it 2-0 in the 40th minute. Almiron just literally gliding past the uh, Tottenham Osborne defence and then uh, putting the ball past Hugo Lloris. What did you make of that second goal?
4: Just just not good enough. Just just lack of focus, it seems. Sort of the amount of times I watch us sort of switch off and the amount of times to be fair to Hugo Lloris probably to, I'd say to blame for both goals. But in his defence, the amount of times he's got us out of scraps like that with, with incredible saves. But mm. just just not good not good enough. You just I, I would love to sort of see them going over it, to sort of hear them to talk about it and say what went wrong. I would just love to know well
0: it's interesting how you say talk about it because I don't see Hugo Lloris you know and I'm a big fan of Lloris don't get me wrong I do Mm. not see him as captain talking enough on the pitch do you agree? he's he's done it once
5: remember when he confronted Son at half time Um, he's done it once and that and I'm not being funny like that you know let's talk about the great goalkeepers Peter Schmeichel in that Man United team he was all over them all over them all the time you know, and he's—he's not—he's not a leader for me. He was—he was given the captaincy because it felt like the right thing to do.
4: Sorry, yeah, Jake. I don't agree with keepers as captains. To be honest, I feel like this is—I'll say something where I feel this is a very honest thing to say, and I feel a bit bad saying it, but I feel like when he had the drink driving incident, I felt like that would have been maybe a good time to take it away. To be honest, I feel like that would have been a right moment to go, look, we'll stay with you, we'll stick with you, but we're going to do this. It just, for me, it's got to be an outfield plan. And I think that would have been a good chance where maybe he would have understood the club is sticking by me, but I have to understand this decision. I thought that was going to happen at the time, to be honest.
0: Can I ask all of you that question? Who, who should be club captain?
4: Hoiberg.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, I I, I actually agree. I, I think
5: Kane's the leader, whatever happens. And he has the England captaincy and it doesn't matter whether he's wearing an armband or not. I'd give it Hoibergier.
0: Yeah. You seem surprised, Jake.
4: Yeah, I, I just thought, I thought we'd all go Kane. I, I like the Hoibergier yeah, shout and I know that completely makes sense. I just think to when Kane, Kane is, is not, not really... To do whatever to let him stay, just to keep him to, to yeah. stay. <laughs> just
3: whatever I, I don't think I don't, I don't think Kane is, is, has, is verbal enough on the pitch. You know mm. Hoiberg. You can see him when when he first joined. He was applauding his team, for making tackles. He's, he you know, you can see yeah. the, the passion. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree.
4: You know, I've always just assumed with cocaine, but I. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I can see it. I, I I can visualize it as well. I can see how he would. Step there's out. there's, I think there's two there's really two benefit. players
5: who also are, including Hoiberg, who who whip up the crowd, who sense when mm. something's happening or. You know, you know when it go, it does go a bit flat there. Let's be honest. Let's not blow smoke. We, it can go flat in a big stadium like that when the game drifts a yeah. little bit, and there's only two players who grab it, and one's Hoiberg and one's Dyer. And you know, and they, yeah. and and Dyer is clearly the con is Conte's leader on the field in in where people are supposed to go. If you watch every time there's a drinks break, it's hot. It's Conte and Dyer. It's a conversation yeah. about where people should be and when. Um, but for me, I think the fans would get, I'd love it. You know, Ho- Hoiberg grabbing the shirt and making a slide tackle and the arms go up. And that, that to me, is what I want to see from the, from the, play- from the players.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. 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 surprised how quickly I sort of went around to that, but uh, I was taken <laughs> back. But by the, by the I go. I can see it, and and it. it does work. It, it works for me. I think he's somebody who would really step up even more given that. Given that role, I think
3: he's only missed two games, isn't it? I mean, that's what you want. For, we a, missed
4: him massively, massively today.
3: Yeah, I've I'm, I'm, yeah.
4: I'm always been a huge fan of his. Anyway,
5: Leo, let's continue. manager's
0: dream. Sorry. Um, of course, Spurs, when um, went in at half time 2 0 down, there were some boos again inside the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Fans didn't like what they were seeing. Uh, in the 54th minute, though, um, Spurs got one back. Um, Harry Kane header, Hunmin Son corner, flicked on by Lengley, headed in by Harry Kane. At that point, did you think that Spurs were going to grab something from the game and, 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 and get a draw or even go on to win?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you because I'm, I'm I'm conditioned to how Spurs play. I'm conditioned to the 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 fact that we're going to be dominated and then we're going to counter. Even when we went one nil down against Newcastle, I still believe we could win. Even when we went two nil down, I still believe we could win because I knew that there were two mistakes that caused the goal. Right, and it doesn't matter the fact that we're getting pressed and all that stuff. All it takes is a counter. And then we score a goal. You know, we could be battered, battered. All of a sudden, we're on the break. Kane, Son, what, could it, whatever. That's the bit, that's been the pattern of play throughout the whole season. Obviously, when we got the when we got the uh, two when Kane scored, of course, my belief went up more. You know, and I in, and I it, and I didn't mind the fact that we it, you know we still reverted back to you know Newcastle having all the possession and stuff. I still felt okay. Another goal is gonna come. You know, and I probably if. If we had another ten or fifteen more minutes, I think we could have equalized. Um, but we just ran out, and 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 I think, like I said before, it's because of the system we play. And if we make those mistakes, you know, it's gonna cost us big time. You know, because we don't have the ball uh, in this system to be able to 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 get the chances to score. We just need one chance, we bang. But we made two mistakes, and that that's just really cost us today. But I had belief, yeah, I, I would still believe that we could win. Well,
0: well, Newcastle um, went close to a third goal after 57 minutes. Joe Linton to Wilson, just past the post. And In the 62nd minute, Harry Kane fired over the bar from a Spurs corner. Uh, in the 81st minute, Davis come on, Doherty come on, Lengley and Sanchez went off. And then in the 87th minute, what a chance, Dean, for Harry Kane, header just wide. Yeah, it was. Yeah,
5: and and you know that 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 was the one, wasn't it? That was the chance we were waiting for. And you and you want him to want it to fall to him. Um, it's just it, it. It's very difficult to criticise him, isn't it? Because he just does everything right most of the time. But um, there's just so much on him at the moment. And and I do feel and I, as I say, I, I'm fully with Conte and the process and the, the system and blah blah blah. But what it does do is put heavy emphasis on your key players in key positions. And, you know, and, and it, it if those players make mistakes in attack or defensively, it gets it gets really highlighted. And Son's chance in the first half, Kane's chance in the second there and the defensive errors. And, you know, but this is top level football. That's that's where that's where you win, lose or draw games on, on those moments. But um, I, I, I actually think we were more than value for a point. Um Lourdes didn't really make many saves. Um I mean he should have made one at least, but um he uh he, he didn't he didn't really have he wasn't tested like he was in the United game the other night. Um we had more possession, we had more shots. Um we I think it was the same number of shots on target if I'm right. Um but um but two or three of theirs was there we go, yes, pretty close. Um and uh yeah, so I think I, I think we were value for a point, but it, it, it does sour it when you've lost at Man United in the week, you know. So it's um it, it it feels a lot worse.
0: Now, we're just going to preview um, the Champions League game on Wednesday, but just before we do, I just want to talk a little bit about the January transfer window. Um, Jake, let's start with you on this. What do you think Antonio Conte needs, wants and requires in that January transfer window? And is it realistic that he's going to get what he wants?
4: Not realistic, because it's January. Um, but what he... What I think we require, and what I assume he probably feels the same, is a right wing back, which obviously means somebody's got to go because now we will then have four. Um, A right wing back, a, I guess now really we. If I was to ask for get three, if I was to get, if I were to get my wish of three players, we get a right wing back, we get a centre back, and we get a creative midfielder. I don't think we can argue with that, can we? That's exactly what we need. I think if people are saying about Di has gone through a bit of a dip, but who like can you really? Who do you drop Dyer for? You got Langley, I guess, could come in. lay right wing back, creative midfielder, centre back. I think that's what we need.
0: A lot. A lot but of people said about a creative it. midfielder last time though, Jake, in the in the summer transfer window. If Conte had a creative midfielder, where does he fit in?
4: Well, today Kane is dropping back and he's putting those balls through to Sun and Sun isn't confident enough at the minute. He's not finishing them. So if it was Kane in Sun's position today and someone else is feeding Kane the ball, then we're, we're, we're I assume, going 2-0 up quite quickly. But at least one of them is going in. And I think it's okay. Kane dropping back. And if Kane keeps dropping back, he's feeding a player who's not quite firing. And if he is dropping back, he also should be feeding two strong wing back options but he can't because they're not there so i think everybody benefits from from that i
5: I think in to in in that system we played today you you have skip wouldn't have played and you'd have if if hoiberg was fit hoiberg plays as the four at the base and then you'd have benton and let's be honest james madison if if we're talking about who we want, then, and then also if you decide that you're going to play 3-4-3 and Madison's in such form, you don't want to leave him out. He's one of the attacking three. He plays there for Leicester as well. And it's that, what what I was talking about those two, but I'd love to see, you know, Son and Madison off, off Kane or, or Madison and Kulichewski off Kane and having that option of playing that way as, as well. You know, we have to get a right wing back, you know, they, they, they should go all out for a Hakimi or somebody like that. And, and somebody who Conte's loved before and gone for before. I actually think that left-sided centre-back's issue hasn't been solved. Longley's obviously alone. I think, you know, they, they were heavily in for Guardiola and Bastoni, and both of those are quality players. Um, and I'd actually bring Destiny Udogi there
0: now. Are you getting any whispers, Dean, of Spurs interested in, in any, any players?
5: Well, it's the, it's the same group. It's the same. You know that he. Right. Let's be honest. Paratici deals in in certain places, and there's groups of agents and groups of players in group in areas. And you know, I, I think we'll see quite a few of the same names get linked. I think it actually it's going to be a really exciting window because there are five weeks where Premier League managers are watching a couple of games a day of the World Cup. But this is unprecedented. They're going to get itchy feet, and there's going to be people. Where, you know, there's going to be phone calls and transfers going on all over the place. I think it could be quite exciting.
0: You say exciting window, but we want to know, is it going to be an exciting window for Tottenham?
5: Well, it's always an exciting window, isn't it? Even if you get Lo Celso and Ndombele, it's exciting. <laughs> well, we, we, It's we the went, risk
4: though, isn't it?
0: We went 518 <laughs> days without, without signing a player under Pochettino. So that, that's why I ask: is it going to be exciting for Tottenham? The cork's out the bottom
4: now. Go on, Jake, what do you want to say? I was going to say the the risk is we all know the the risk of buying a player after a, their world cup performance yeah not just at Tottenham i think across football that's always a bit of a risk it's a different beast and it's january so it's it's it'll be very interesting but i do agree that uh exciting but interesting but i'm not you know i would take just one one player in one of those positions anything maybe i, my... I just think it's a risk it's a risky window it
0: needs. It, needs it works to be last time. time. It needs to be good. Yeah. Well, but I was going to say that, go for that Cause... Leo, let, let's come to you because of course uh, the last January transfer window we bought Benton Kerr and Kulisevsky. It turned out to be a fantastic January transfer window for us. Um, is it going to happen again?
3: Yeah, I think so because we have content. We have paratici or Peratichi, however you want to pronounce it, and. Um, you know, when, when we bought Kulisevsky and, and um Bentico last year, I, I, I didn't really know much about them, um, to be honest. But they proved how fantastic addition that you know, how, how you know, they are. I mean, look at I'm while you guys were talking, I was having flashbacks of Kulu um, and what what he was bringing to the team, you know, he when he gets to the byline, he was able to whip the balls in. He can score. He 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 understands, you know, to to make those passes. He's got he's got all the attributes that you know you'd want in someone in that position, and he does it fantastically. And we really missed him, and we're really missing him at the moment. And so, like I said, hopefully in this transfer window, we might be able to find a gem like that, a player that we might not really know not the top names that everyone's bantering about but one of these players that Paratici knows you know that he's done his homework and he's going to bring him in and then he's going to just wow everyone and I would love that to be the case you know one of these small players that you know we can get for 15 million or 30 million or whatever that just comes in and it's just a sensation so I, I have confidence that we're going to have a good season because Conte wants to win Conte wants to win, and he's not going to do any of this. Oh look, um, let's let's see what we can do. I've got another three years here at Spurs. Conte is is you know you can tell like he when when you're dealing with managers like that. When you when you've got people like Pep, we've got people like Klopp. He does he needs to be competing with these guys, and the fact that he's not you know. Um, challenging it going to hurt him. So he wants to get there as soon as possible. So he doesn't care. The window's open. We need to get players. Leave you to buy the players. And these are the players that I want. Make it happen. I think that's what he's going to say.
0: Can I, can I ask all three of you and give me a quick uh, answer? When do you predict that Antonio Conte will be our manager too?
3: When do, when do I think... What, sorry?
0: How long do you think Antonio Conte will be Tottenham boss?
3: I think he's going to sign another season. I uh, sign another contract. Yeah, because where is he going to go?
0: I think to a lot of clubs. Dean, Dean, Jake. Was... <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but who? That what? Man United?
0: <laughs> Who's, where's he going to
3: go? Where's he going uh, to leave Spurs for right now?
4: P- personally, th- th- this, this is very uh, sort of pessimistic, downbeat response. I think he'll be here for the twenty three, twenty four season. But I feel like if we don't win something and we don't push on, he will soon realise that even now we just can't attract the players that he wants. So he should That's go. I mean. he, could, he could go somewhere where the players will come to him. Because if he's calling him Bastoni and saying, I love you, come to me, we'll sort this out. You've got Kane, you can play alongside, you can play alongside Romero. We've managed to attract the players like Romero, which has been a, 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 incredible. But if that continues to be an issue where they're not quite coming in and we can't attract them, then he'll go, I think. He'll
1: realise Do you think it. he's still
4: happy, Jake? Second, sorry? Do you think he's still happy? Do, you, do I think he's still happy at the moment? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I mean, certainly not today. I wouldn't have thought so. But overall, I think he feels like he's probably enjoying... The, I think he's probably enjoying the project. I think he's enjoying... The, the project and the 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 uh well god i don't want to say process but you know <laughs> what
0: what are you thinking dean do you do you think that because from what we understand Antonio Conte's got uh you know an, another year if he wants to stay or if Tottenham want him to stay for next season, do you think he's gonna be there until the end of next season?
5: I mean I, I think a lot depends on what we've just talked about with the with the next window and, and then as a result, the window after that. I personally think he's got Levy in the board over a barrel a little bit at the moment. Mm. And if they if they don't give him what he wants, and give him and him and Paratici seem to be singing off the same sheet. And if they don't if they don't they don't give him what he wants, then they all know what the result is. And can can Levy and Enoch and and the the, the ill feeling that that creates can they allow another one to go amiss? You know, it's. It, this is this is a big chance for Spurs. This is a really big chance. They for the first time got a proven winner and backed yeah. him properly, right? So yeah. those things have happened in different places before, but not at the same time. So I, I, I don't think he's happy this week. Of course, he's not. He absolutely despises losing, and so you lose twice in a week. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be on the training ground tomorrow morning. Um, but you know, I, I think that you know for the first time the last couple of weeks I've heard the language change a little bit and he's talked about us and he's talked about you know the the development and where we want to be and where we can go and that before I, it was very much like well it was it depends what you want and it was there was this separation mm-hmm. between between you and us and I, I think he's I think he's invested in it now I think he's you know, it's difficult, even even on a rainy day like today, to walk into that stadium and not feel a little bit like, oh, this is good, you know. And I, I do think and it's the best training ground in the Premier League and one of the best in Europe. You know, it's the best stadium, best football stadium in Europe. And, you know, we're, we've, we've put two pieces of the jigsaw together and is and the next one. So just for heaven's sake, give him what he wants.
3: Sorry, can I just say something quickly, Chris? I'll be quick. All huh? right. Um, um, I believe Conte wants to succeed at Spurs. I believe that he wants to stay because if because he knows that if he wins something with Spurs, he will, can he win, something?
0: When he will wins he win something he will
3: something when he wins something at Spurs No will he will he win something? Yeah yeah, yeah I believe so. I believe he will because uh, when you guys were talking, my brain was processing. Conte wants to go to Spurs and win something. So that he can say he's the greatest manager of all time. No manager. I yes, all the other men like Pep, they've gone to Bayern Munich, they've gone to Barcelona, they've gone to Man's with big money and resources and boasting, yeah, I'm the best, but they've got all the resources, right? Conte's done that as well, right? He's gone to Inter Milans, the Chelsea's, and what have you. This is an opportunity for him to come to a team where every the whole the world of football knows that Spurs ain't winning one shit, right? And so for him to say, I'm the guy that went to, to a team that hasn't done shit for a hundred years and I've got them this, don't don't even look in my face. Yeah, Next time, you know, just cover your face when you talk to me. You wash your yeah. teeth before you mention my name, you know, gargle <laughs> some of that uh, mouthwash, right? So <laughs> that's what he wants. And I believe because as a winner, he's gonna want to stay to, to prove not only to himself, but the world of football that he's the greatest. And that's why I believe he's going to stay. If he quits now, it's it's not going to
4: look good for him.
0: Jake, do you think he's going to win something at Tottenham?
4: I think he will win something at Tottenham. Yeah, I, I think, I think he does it, and I think that we have to just stick with him as well. I hope, like, as in leave. Obviously, we all want him to stay. I think the most dangerous thing. So, just to quickly add, I think the most dangerous thing for us is uh, is pot being available. Because I think Levy, that's that gives Levy a bit of an out. Any time he wants to do that, he feels like he still delivered something that we want. I no. think that's scary. But I think if we stick with him, we win something. I, this, I don't I, doubt it.
3: You cannot sp- Levy. Oh no! Sorry, Someone says can, they cannot sack. It, they cannot not give Conte what he wants because it's over for Levy and Ennick If they don't back Conte, they're done, yes. and Con- yeah. Levy knows that.
1: Yes, Dean.
0: Dean, can you can you imagine going from Maurizio Pochettino to Jose Mourinho to Antonio Conte and not win anything?
3: Right, exactly.
0: You, you forgot you forgot Nuno there as well, Chris. No, no,
3: <laughs> we, we don't even mention it. We don't even understand what you're
5: talking about. No, no, I'm t- I'm totally with both the guys. I think we will win something with him if he stays, you know, and, and we back him properly. I think that, and for what Leo said, is absolutely spot on that you know the the Mourinho came for the same reasons but mm. Mourinho's attitude stunk the place out you know so yeah. Conte comes into a, into a place and talks to people and and gets you on on board and Mourinho just is Marie brand Mourinho and nothing else matters and you know he's 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 compelling company and he's a charming guy when you've got him when you've got his attention but Conte's a different kettle of fish and I think absolutely spot on you, you you don't you don't you don't buy the champion jockey and put him on a donkey do you you know this this is what we're talking about you you have to you have to furnish him what, with what what he wants you know and mm. it, it's it that is where it's at now and we all know that the you know when we were building the new stadium and things weren't going quite right and it's we're not spending any money and the enic out brigade start to really bubble to the surface and the pro- the protests start to come on the high road um, that will be a lot worse if they don't back Conte and Conte goes. That will
0: be a lot worse. Now, let's talk about the, the last subject of the, uh, of the evening. Uh, of course, we're back in Champions League action on Wednesday at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against Sporting. We're currently sitting top of Group D. We've played four, we've won two, we've drawn one, we've lost one. We've got seven points. Um, now, the only team to have beaten us in the group uh, stage so far... Um, Is Sporting, which of course we lost 2 0 away. Um, We have got six games before the World Cup starts Sporting at home, Bournemouth away, Marseille away, Liverpool at home, Nottingham Forest away, and Leeds at home. Uh, Three competitions three in the Premier League, two in the Champions League, and one in the League Cup. Um, Dean, let's start with you. How do you see the game going Wednesday at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in the Champions League? Do you see that Tottenham will go through as group winners?
5: Well, they're a good side. They, they are a good side and um, my my eldest son actually watches a lot of um European football and he was um tell, telling me all about them before we played them because I didn't know a great deal and he was absolutely right they you know they' they're they're a, they're a good team so it's not it's not a given. I was really shocked they lost the last game um and um, but at home um you know a bit of a point to prove after this week i don't I don't think the the group of seven or eight players that we' all been talking about as the top players. I don't think they're going to settle for what's happened in the last week. Um, I'd like to think that Romero and Hoybier being missing today means that they're back in the team on Wednesday. I th- hopefully, that was a kind of decision based on Wednesday. Um, and they, they need to get the job done in this game um, because I don't want to go to Marseille away needing something.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Jake, how are you feeling about it? Are you, are you feeling pretty confident in this uh, Champions League game on Wednesday?
4: I'm feeling confident. I feel like after having a bad week in the Premier League, it's maybe a nice sort of, uh, sort of you know, a bit of a palate cleanser. We go away; it's a different competition. There's none of that sort of hula that's been around from the uh, from the Premier League. My only worry would be, I mean, you're not Tottenham if you don't think that Marcus Edwards is coming and scoring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was
0: a pretty decent performance, wasn't it?
4: Away, it was. It was pretty good. Yeah, and I feel <laughs> like certainly he's he's there with a the point to prove as well. Leo, how are you um, feeling about it? Um,
3: yeah, I, uh, look, the reason we lost these two games, Man United and and um, today's game, is because of mis- individual mistakes. That's why we lost the two games. I believe on, on Wednesday, it's probably going to be the same thing again, the the domination by sport and blah, blah, blah. And hopefully, if we don't make the mistakes, we'll, we'll win. I don't think it's going to be a, t- a game where we're going to be battering them like potter f- football you know full attack t- football no i just think it's, we're going to get back to the whole sport is probably going to have about 60% p- possession average but yeah we we won't make a mistake now cuz conte is going to probably drill make it harder for them to sc- um, score so, so i think we'll win but it's just going to be the usual conte style of winning two i'm going to go
0: i'm, I'm going to go 2-1 leo you're going 2-1 dean what are you yeah. going for i'm going to go 3-1 home win jake
4: uh, I'll go three one. Three
3: one. We're
0: all yeah. confident that we're going to get a Champions League win. I love it. Um, after the week we've had, <laughs> we never um,
3: <laughs> we have. To. Law of averages. We can't lose three in a row.
0: No way.
3: The, I can't believe it. it's only been a
0: few hours. Yeah, the ups and downs of supporting Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Leo, thanks so much for coming on the uh, on the show this evening. Tell everyone where really? they can find you on social media and what you're up to at the moment.
3: Um, you can find me on um, my Instagram. Just holler at me. A lot of, a lot of the uh, Spurs fans have been messaging me on my Instagram, having good banter. Yeah, so hit me up on my Instagram. My Instagram's at the bottom. So, yeah, let's let's have a let's have some good bants.
0: Well, thanks so much for coming back.
1: Thank um, you for
0: Jake, Jake, thanks so much for coming on for the very first time. And it's always difficult to bring new guests on when we've lost. So thank you for turning
4: up. Oh no, no worries. I mean, I was tempted to send you a message. I was tempted to boycott Tottenham for the rest of the season, but you know, <laughs> three three hours later, and I'm predicting a three-one win in the Champions League. But so,
3: isn't it good therapy? Actually, I'm it actually is. relieved that I did it. It was. It's good therapy because then you get to talk about the problems. Listen, Spurs fans, do therapy. It's good. Talk about the game, don't avoid, don't avoid not talking about like I did all week. The fact that, and thank you, Chris, for inviting me because talking about it, understanding why we lost has made me feel better. And it's not that bad guys. It's not that bad we lost. It was a bad, just a bad week. We made mistakes and those mistakes cost us. That's it. It's not, we don't need content out. The system works, stick with it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna be successful this
0: season. Jake, have you got any uh, any gigs coming up that you want to plug, or uh, or anything happening at the moment?
4: Um, I've got gigs. I need to, I need to get them all up on my website, but um, I'll share them around on social media. Little lost lad, and I've just I've just filmed stuff for Comedy Central. I've got a Channel Four thing coming, so you'll be sick of me mm-hmm. soon. But um, if you want stuff, I'll get dates on the website. At the minute, there's nothing, but uh, but there is gigs, but I just haven't updated it. <laughs> but uh, I will. I'll get that done. Jake
0: well, thanks so much for coming on, and oh, Dean, thanks for, thanks for thanks for coming on for the very first time, and, and uh, equal apologies, you know, coming on um, after a defeat is never easy to talk about. But talk us through your your goal at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, you know, to give us oh, a bit not. of joy. <laughs> oh well, uh, it,
5: if it happened today as an
0: equaliser,
5: it would have been more joyful, wouldn't it? But it was—I uh, I was playing centre half, so I, I won the won the header. Um, from a, from across, and then I just sort of carried on my run, and the ball was played out wide to the right winger. I went straight through the middle. The ball was played in behind the left back, and I, I didn't quite know what I was going to do next. But the um, the goalkeeper made the decision quite easy for me as he came charging off his line. So I just pushed it around him, and and next touch was in. And I uh, I'm very embarrassed to tell you that I did a um, a knee slide um Son, son style. In the corner where the rainbow flag is, where the away fans are, so um, yeah, that's that's forever etched in my poor son's memory.
0: <laughs> that that was one hell of an experience, though, Dean, wasn't it? Playing it was, at the top, it was, it? It was, yeah, just playing um, with you, Chris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, well Leo, Dean and Jake thanks so much for joining me this evening and thanks uh, to everybody for all of your support and all your comments this evening and uh, we'll be back for another episode of the Spurs Chat Podcast on Wednesday after the sporting game where hopefully we have got another three points in the Champions League thanks for watching and thanks for listening and until then come on you Spurs come on you Spurs